Off the ball. It's not like Maradona or Messi, where the ball is tied to the left foot. I always see the ball as something which is bouncing, like an obedient, happy puppy. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Uh, lads, United can't, can they? Asks Brian Dillon. As Ger would say, it's the hope that kills you. I mean, uh, so uh, you guys are excited about the darts. Fair enough. I'm very excited about Evan Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hard not to be at the minute. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about United. The first clip that, um, well, we can, I mean, I'm surrounded, as I say, usually. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, or the other way around. Uh, we'll get to Manchester United, don't worry, we will. Um, but, like, this is legit excitement. And, and then Brighton bring on another Irish kid, who's like an attacking, hard-running, nifty feet midfielder. It's like, come on. It's not, it's not, it's not Evan Ferguson's time yet, is it? Is it? It looks like it. I think it is. Like he's got the the stature, six foot two, strong, always in the right position, holds put, the ball up well. Takes put him the in the team and, and scores in a game where they're getting hammered, and then start the next week. Yeah, like the next the, the next game, start and then be like perfect for the team. Could he finish in double figures for the season in the Premier League? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I mean, he's got two and two games. Must have been spurred on by the Gillette Labs performance rankings yesterday. I think so. His inclusion, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and we we promoted him to green. We did. It was going to be an amber, but rightly so, I think. Was that, uh, when he was interviewed last night afterwards, it was you know, well, your goal at the weekend was a consolation, but today it really mattered. Mm. I was thinking, geez, an established footballer would be a bit annoyed by the tone of that questioning, but he responded so well. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant to actually contribute to a win. Um, like an old head in the shoulders, just turned eighteen. Really, it's very exciting. His very dad, exciting. His dad was a professional footballer, has given him the, probably the word in the the ear and, and told him how to. How to control expectations, stay away from the press and all the rest. Like yeah. The thing that stood out to me most about Evan Ferguson when I spoke to him recently, Liverpool fans, tune, tune out now if you want, but he, he had the option to go to Liverpool. It was Liverpool and Brighton that were in for him mainly. Um, went over to view the facilities in Liverpool, did the same with Brighton. A couple of the young Irish lads were at Brighton there as well. And he said, I turned down Liverpool because players get lost in the system. That's what Robbie Keane did as well. 100%. Both Wolves. Yeah. What a decision. Yeah. I mean, clearly Brighton fans would be delighted now that Ferguson did choose that. <laughs> Well, uh, <clears throat> apparently, uh, oh no, maybe I'm, I'm mixing this up here. Um, so, it, in the summer, um, whenever, whenever, hang on, let me just get this right here, and so I'm, I'm going to get this 100 percent correct. Um, so, Ferguson, obviously, very impressive character, but uh, the subs last night, Alexis McAllister came on after 62 minutes, after 79 minutes, with four of the subs, three of the subs, Lalana. Uh, Lanty and Andrew Moran came off the bench after 79 minutes Andrew Moran apparently had the opportunity to sign either for United uh, or Liverpool and ended up re- like signing the full professional contract uh, with Brighton um, again probably the same thing he felt like there was going to be an opportunity for him when he signed Graham Potter who was the manager at the time said oh he's going to be involved at some point this year with the first team and lo and behold it's not even Graham Potter but he's off the bench last night now I mean the game had got away from Everton and so it was probably safe enough to be bringing him on, but um, you know, Alex McAllister, come on, yeah, off the bench, he's on the same bench as him. World Cup winner, yeah. that's not bad. No, it's not. This it's is like legitimately exciting about the quality of players coming through, and like, be good to track this through. The one thing that strikes me about um, Evan Ferguson is like the size and body shape. Mm. He's like a Gaelic football midfielder or a rugby flanker, and we haven't had a whole heap of those players 
coming through. I mean, maybe Nathan Collins is, is fairly similar and maybe there is a new prototype of young player coming through who will be bigger and stronger. Traditionally, the players who came through in Irish football were Damien Duff, uh, that kind of scrawny, I'm good at football. Uh, Robbie Keane, again, also not one of the like bigger athletes. You know, Robbie Keane on his instincts as opposed to his uh, athletic prowess. Um, uh, you're thinking of Andy Reid's, those players who are kind of smaller and more compact and better on the ball but like if we're going to start getting our we're going to start getting our best athletes to play soccer well he, he's got the uh, Gary Doherty type big man shape but he, he moves better he's quicker he's better on the ball yeah. with all respect to Gary but I mean he just has that primal striker's instinct I mean in the comments they're comparing him to Erling Haaland far be it from me to make the comparison but we have a Haaland has he, has he done enough already to if nothing was to ever happen again in his career Evan Ferguson we'd still remember him for this little spell because it's been so long since we've had an Irish attacking player at the top level of the game that we can really shout about in the, no I mean the level, I think you know? John Fallon in the uh, examiner is pointing out and we were making the same point yesterday Aaron Connolly like two goals in a game for Brighton in a Premier League match wins a game for them yeah. against Spurs mm. that, was, that was one the only, that was one game whereas Ferguson's done it two in a row I know one was consolation but also, you know, he set up like ten, he's assisted um, Sadie March's goal as yeah, well. That's so I know it was a simple pass, like, but about seven players after that. Pass, but um, well, it, was, it all counts. It, it, I mean, it does statistically. Really. <laughs> statistically, it does. Yeah, but I mean, only for fantasy football. He looked, he looked composed with a pass off to the. He did. Yeah, carried away. exactly. Yeah. I think let's get carried away. Is that the whole point about being a sports fan? Is getting carried away? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's making the point um, Fallon was making the point about we've been excited about that uh, Quattro Fantasticos before um, Parrots Obafemi Adamida and Connolly and uh, like that was you know when those four were in the squad you're like okay at least at least one of them's going to make it now I think Adamida's still going to make it and like um, he was back and scored a goal at the weekend was back in the team is playing football again and he's definitely going to be if uh, fitness if he gets any kind of run he's going to be back in the Ireland team but like uh, Ferguson's in the Ireland team now. If we're getting, if we're playing France next week, mm. Evan Ferguson is playing that game, right? Uh, yeah, 100%. yeah, he yeah. has to. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, there'll be no starting. There. You mean? Yeah, I think so. Like he would, yeah, he'd be in the team. I would say hasn't scored an international goal, and you're throwing him in against the. World but Cup he, he, he's like he's playing. He's a f- at the moment a first choice Premier League striker. Yeah, how many of those do we have? No, yeah. it's a fair. It's a fair point. And uh, Stephen Kenny has messed around a bit with his front line. Like so, there's no established number nine that we're definitely sticking to. Scary but, prospect like, putting an 18 year old into that game, though, isn't it? Well, not, as scary as it would be starting a Premier League game, you know, like 18 years old. I think if he starts doing that, it's it's an opportunity. It buys him a bit of time, you know. Is playing against France not a bigger? Uh, that's a step up to playing against Everton. 100, yeah, percent absolutely. Of course it is. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I just um, don't. Want, I just don't want him to be rushed. We, oh, well, t- we tend we, to do that, but like we've got no time. Well, it's true. Yeah, we we live in the now. Do you give him ten minutes at the end of the the French game? Break him into the team. You, slowly? Might, you might bring him on as the first sub with about twenty five minutes to go. Yeah, it's three 0 already. Yeah, well, that's the I thing. Start, it's a big, it's a big gamble. A Why not start him? Who are you going to start? Look, he seems like a man who can. Well, he's probably going to start. Uh, let's say Adamida plays every minute of every game in between now and then, and it's obviously it's three months away. But if it's next weekend, mm. who are you starting? Yeah, there's no options really. It's a, the only way I can see him being started is if the hand is forced and at the minute obviously a couple of months out maybe the hand will be forced 
Um, uh, the only uh, downside would be starting that he plays about an hour, gets hooked because he's marked out of the game. Yeah. And then we're a bit, um, and then the excitement wanes. But like, oh, that was our hope up front. And no, now we've, we've got the quiet. tricky, we've got the tricky debut out of the way. It was against France. What do you expect? No, no expectations. That's fine. Just you go out and enjoy yourself. And you got that. That's out of the way. And you swap shirts with whoever you get. And you're like, yeah, Grant, off you go. I'm like, I'm not like. I pl- I play him. Like, like, there's nothing about him 18 other than actually his age. Like, he looks yeah. and sounds and carries himself older and. He, he, like, you know what the good thing about him is that it's not like an Irish, Irish person done well abroad. It's like he belongs mm. from what I've seen of him. It's not like, oh, hasn't he done well for Meade? He's confident. Like, this guy is good, like, and I think, put it this way, if, if he was English or from any other country, we'd be saying, like, oh, Brighton have a handy young fellow up front. Yeah. Mm, and so that's the way I'd see him, like, so it's not, um, a fair play to you, Evan. Seems it's, like um, a very ha- relaxed individual. Like well, you uh, interviewed him, yeah. He's been a golf in his downtime as well, right. as most professional footballers tend to do, but very, very composed and calm. We won't hold that against him. We won't hold against him, no, no, no. But uh, he's ex- like, and you can see it when he's on the ball, he doesn't panic. So, uh, sorry, what was he actually like? He, he's yeah, he clearly he's young. You can tell he's young and inexperienced, but he definitely carries himself as someone more than eighteen. He he, he doesn't give mo- much away in interviews. Were chatting outside of the interview, yeah, and his dad was there as well, so we we're right. kind of chatting to his dad. But um, really, really good head on his shoulders, and like it's like the, the FBI guys were there with him as well, but. They're not afraid of what he's going to say. He's totally, because of the environment he's been in at Brighton and the people he's been around, Potter, Deserby, and even the players like Danny Welbeck, who, you know, he, as I said yesterday, stays behind the training with these lads and practices little skills that he maybe isn't as uh, uh, pro, uh, good at as them. He's, um, he's got something that, that I think we haven't seen in an Irish striker in quite some time. Not exactly pinpointing him as Robbie, the next Robbie Keane, but I'm not not doing that either. That assist is significant, according to Pat Gallagher in the comments here, to verify if this is true. Mm-hmm. Ferguson is the youngest player to score an assist in a Premier League game since Michael Owen. But the assist was meaningful. Yeah. He's obviously come on in the last two internationals. Nathan's been in touch. Um, yeah. So he's already... He's made his debut, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but starting. Start. Let's start him. I mean... That's, what, that's what we're talking about. I, I, think, just think of the 10 minutes before kick-off when Ferguson's in the team. From an Ireland fan's perspective. Well, I, I, I've already said he should start. I'm just um, arguing that he could start, get marked out of the game, gets taken off, and then we're like, ah, that's our hope, guy. But I would start him, definitely. Because it, well, it's not like we have a raft of options up there. It's true. Yeah. Y- you need that, that proper striker, striker. You need that game happening this week, don't you? The France game. <laughs> you need it happening soon. Like, no, he'll be, he'd be on 12 goals by the time the France game comes around. He'd be on 12 Premier League goals. Yeah. Um... He'll get his hat-trick in there somewhere. I, I see people giving out just about getting carried away or excited yesterday. We were obviously tug-in-cheek, talking about yeah. Robbie Keane, like, ooh, clown. Okay, thanks, buddy. Great comment. Uh, well done. <laughs> you, can, you can still type, even in the new year. Um, but, like, why shouldn't you get excited? What's, what, are we not? Yeah, yeah. You, you're concerned about the hype train getting carried away. But, like, you know... The, very you said about the darts, it's, it's sport. We've got to get excited here. Well, very few people are actually impacted, generally... And specifically by the hype, people have trouble controlling their environment and the people they're surrounded with. Sometimes uh, the, the people they grew up with, you don't have control over that, and that can like slow you down to where you're going. But in this instance, like let's just, let's just get carried away. Let's just have a little bit of a dream that somebody who could be, you know, a Champions League striker, which is what we're we're dying for. Yeah. Well, what we need to we need to relax with him in that. He is so young that he could be playing football in 20 years' time still if he looks after himself. So all we're really looking for at the moment of Ferguson is not to have a sharp uh, breakdown like um, Connolly did in terms of from the elite level right down again. Like, you know, we, if, he just, um, if he just looks after himself a bit, mm. that's all we're kind of looking for, really. So if he stays there, thereabouts, for the first 
next three or four years, that would be good progress for Ferguson from an Irish perspective. He just hangs in there because he's so young. Yeah, he's yeah. he's fifteen to twenty years ahead of him. We just don't want to chop off like Connolly. Mm. And Connolly, as I said yesterday, Connolly can still come back, and like that could be a duo up front for Ireland. What were you saying, Ferguson Connolly? Yeah, you were talking earlier about the the uh, comparisons between his his debut for Bowes and his um, yeah his goal last night. So uh, Frank Lampard and uh, Evan Ferguson aligned. Oh yeah, Ferguson um, scored for Bowes against Chelsea in Lampard's first game in charge mm. of his beloved Chelsea. And did he scored? Did he just play? He scored. Did he, as a yeah. 15 year old did he yeah he came, it was a pre-season game I didn't know he scored right? I don't know and uh, he scored in what could be Frank Lampard's last game in charge of Everton who knows what's going to happen today as you were saying before, show, before the show like it could be 10.15am we get an announcement here I wonder is Lampard aware of the link I wonder if someone pulled him aside do you remember went to, to Dublin for a friendly like four years ago do you remember that lad I'd say he remembers the game alright it was his first game in charge I'd say yeah. someone told him and he was like oh really okay yeah doesn't yeah <laughs> Not, he doesn't care right now to be fair because there were flares being thrown at the pitch last night and booze from the Everton faithful. So he has other things on his mind, Frank Lampard. Yeah, the one thing that might save him is um, the one all at Man City. And uh, Alex Awobi came out afterwards last night saying, like, we're all in this together. We can, um, we can get through this. Now, Awobi would be happy because Lampard converted him into a centre mid and plays him all the time. Yeah. So he had a more disgruntled Everton player interviewed afterwards. Might be uh, slightly different. But... Uh, Lampard's Everton go to United in the FA Cup this weekend. Friday night. I'd say barring a hammering, he could get away with it. Um, but as Emma Carroll pointed out pre-show, Sean Dyche is ready to go here for Everton shortly if he wants that job. Yeah, it's the perfect club, isn't it? James Tarkovsky, Dwight McNeil, bring some of the old in. boys, bring the band back together. Mm. This could be. Now, I, I think Lampard did an okay job. But someone on Twitter was saying last night, it was like, Lampard got a lot of credit for saving Everton for relegation when he put them in a relegation battle in the first place. Yeah. But they were down and out about three quarters of the way through last season, and he managed to get them out of it. Look at the betting here for the next uh, Everton manager. Wayne Rooney is the strong favourite at 11 to 8. I mean, Sean Dyche then 5 to 1. Moyes I would be very excited about Wayne Rooney being the manager. He's it's, very uh, narrow favourite. It's premature and. It doesn't really make that much sense just yet. From him, from his perspective, it's... Why? Like, well, Wayne Rooney is actually learning uh, off-Broadway what it means to be a manager. Straight back into Everton, who are in crisis. Take a club over. He will have his, he'll have his pick of jobs in the future, right? Take a job at the end of the season, where you know you're going to get the off-season, mm. and your own transfer window and your own, your own technical staff and all that stuff and build all that up and then come and take club. This Everton job is going to come around again. They're not about to uncover the next Mourinho or Ten Hag. They're not. They're going to hire somebody short term who saves them from relegation and then... Life's short, Joe. You've got to take your opportunity when it comes. I mean, Wayne Rooney's a young man. He, he is, but you never know Wayne what's going to happen. Wayne Rooney's younger than Ronaldo, isn't he? You, know, I, you just never know what's going to happen. You never know, you know, in two, three, four years what he'll be at. I think when the Everton job comes up for someone like Wayne Rooney with the Everton links that he's he has he's 37 yeah I know but like why not take it now it's a, they're at a fairly bleak place so I mean the only way is up like Rooney might decide well this is actually this is actually a really good time to take this team over I see some good bright sparks in that squad um, maybe they're just not playing for Lampard I'm not sure I don't know if he does see that many bright sparks in the squad at the moment but, um, look I just think that taking over at the start of the year, at the start of the season, when you've got the opportunity to come in and completely shape things, you've got a mad transfer rush now in the next three weeks to try and get players in who are going to be your style of players. 
I think Wayne Rooney I think Wayne Rooney has potential to be an excellent manager the job he did at Derby was excellent but it's short term and like the job that Frank Lampard did at Derby wasn't bad it wasn't great but it wasn't bad and so you know I, I just think that it's it's too soon and like the track record of managers who are fast tracked on the basis of their playing reputation isn't great we've already seen it this season yeah fair but like I mean I don't think age gets in the way of it like his job he'd be given a little bit of leeway this season the the simple job would be keep them in the Premier League now at the minute they're what 16th point above the drop zone doesn't look great but if he just keeps them in the the Premier League this season gets the summer to to boost bolster the squad and then start again next season I think it's quite a good time to take over this is of course if Lampard gets the boot which he may well Mikel Arteta's cracking cracking under pressure and we're only in early January He's clap. He's, cl- he's another clap, isn't he? With clap the excuses, two, after excuses the match. two penalties. He said they had to have when he was asked by uh, Jess Freeze afterwards last night. Concerning thing for Arsenal is they made one sub all game, a straight swap at right back. Tommy Asan for Ben White. They had no options really up front. They, Emil Smith Rowe was unavailable uh, to bring on. Uh, Reese Nelson as well, and so they were kind of like they were a bit struggling at the end, kind of struggling to create chances. Odegaard kind of ran out of ideas. And uh, that's the one thing with Aston, like, it's still so much to go in the season. We're half, only halfway through, not even halfway through. They looked the more yeah. likely marginally, like they had chances, but it was just one of those nil-nil games that Newcastle seemed to... It got very ratty at the end with, Did, yeah. between Howe and Arteta. I it mean, was, um, love to see it. A rake of yellows. Um, Arteta's comments, yeah, that you mentioned, scandalous, he called the two penalty calls. I don't think they were scandalous. Yeah. I don't think there's many Arsenal fans watching this morning or listening this morning that would say... I don't understand yeah. the rules anymore. I really don't understand the rules. I, I thought I'd, I thought I did, but like... So for a while, they were given all those penalties with the hand. When, once the hand comes up, they were given all those penalties, yeah. and then they stopped. I mean, uh, they shouldn't give them, I don't think. But they were giving them for ages, right? He, he turned around and had his hands fully behind his back. I oh, know, the one... He well, turned that, the other one, yeah, out. sorry, yeah, the other one, yeah. The yeah. second one, and like that... I've seen that given a lot Yeah, recently. Gary Neville in commentary was saying if I was a defender and that was given against me, I wouldn't be happy. His argument is, where do you want to put your hand... I was always thinking, where do you want to put your hand? But at the same time, What's if his arm isn't there, there the yeah. ball's going to go. Yeah. So, mm. give it. Uh, okay, just very briefly, have you seen that Chelsea are not finished with their spending splurge and now they're going to try and hijack the deal for Mudrick? From Arsenal's noses. Which would be, like, if you're, if you're Arteta and... Oh, that's why Arteta was so ratty last night. Maybe I mean, this is happening behind the scenes. Perhaps it might be connected. Uh, Supercan354 says, to be fair, Shane... The only way isn't up for Wayne Rooney. He could actually get them relegated. Yeah, but of course he has. Yeah, he has the benefit of saying, "Well, Jesus, it's Frank's fault." Well, not really. <laughs> like, no, no, I know. But look, either way, it's a pressure. It, it, it is a pressure job. But any Premier League job, like which, which, what job do you want him to take? Everton is the perfect ready-made. He knows the club already. He knows the people there. Yeah, or take a team, take a team up from the Championship and get an extra season. You know, like there's. I think Wayne Rooney's going to have his pick of jobs if he just waits, and let's see what. How well he does in, in Washington. I don't know if anybody's paying that much attention to the MLS. Don't think so. Uh, the goal was disallowed for Bowes. He assisted, yeah. I think. Mm. Michael O'Connell says he didn't score, he almost scored. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. okay. Still Apology played. accepted there, Colm. Jesus. Correction. But he still played a significant part in the game, which is my point with the tie in for Frank Lampard. That's fair. No, fair enough. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.